those who can do, those who can't teach, and those who don't believe any of this nonsense, listen to Stenex English Podcast. Hi Zappers, welcome back to the podcast. This is a short introduction which I decided to record. Uh, the, the main content of the show will follow after this, so just bear with me. But the purpose of this is basically because I would like to remind you to send me short recordings uh, in order to celebrate the 200th episode of the Next English Podcast. In case you didn't listen to the previous episode, then this is what you have to do. And actually, I would like to refer you to the, uh, to the previous episode to know more details. But basically, just to quickly remind you, I'm asking you to record your lovely voices on a recorder or on your phone or on any other device. Make sure it, uh, it, it is MP3, save it as an MP3 file and then send it to me uh, on my email, which is teachersdenek at gmail.com teachersdenek at gmail.com Now, if you're asking what you should be saying in the recording, I am leaving that entirely up to you. You could possibly ask me some questions there, or you could just say, hi, hello, how are, how are you, or something along those, those lines. You could also um, basically congratulate me. Uh, you could, I don't know, what, what could you do? You could say something about yourself, so, uh, say where you're listening from, how long you have been listening, and perhaps why you have been listening. And uh, I really hope that I get as many recordings as possible. They, you don't have to make them long, by the way. They can be very short, or if you want, they can be even a few minutes, I don't mind. And then uh, the, main, the main thing is that in the 200th episode, I will feature all these recordings and I will uh, respond to them. So it will be like a, an interesting conversation between you and me and everybody else will, will be able to listen to it as well. I think it's great. Uh, don't be shy, please. If you are thinking to yourself, like, no one wants to hear your voice, you're wrong. I do want to hear your voice. I'm really interested in what kind of people listen to the podcast. So please send me recordings And uh, I think this is a great way to celebrate the occasion of, this, of the 200th episode of the Next English Podcast. That's all I wanted to tell you. Now sit back, strap in and enjoy listening to the Next English Podcast episode. You've been listening to the Next English Podcast, a podcast with less Chenglish than anyone would expect. Hi listeners, here is another episode for you. I wanted to play Kingdoms of Deceit actually. That's the bluffing card game that I have been designing. The one that I'm working on on Tabletop Simulator. I think I have mentioned it here before. But unfortunately today my playtesting group just wasn't up for it. The, the guys that just had different things to do and they, they did, didn't feel up for it. Which is fine, I guess, because, you know, every cloud has a silver lining. Uh, because of that, I decided to uh, use up my energy somewhere else. 
and where else would it be but here um, recording another another episode of the next English podcast. I hope you appreciate it because I could be doing something else. For instance, I could be preparing my classes for tomorrow. I could be phoning, telephoning my my friends. I could be possibly jogging outside in the dark because it's 10 a.m. Uh, 10 p.m. I'm I'm sorry. It is 10 p.m. right now, so I could be doing all of those things. But I decided that maybe it's the right time to record another episode of the podcast. And here we go then. Well, this time um, it's one of those um, one of those that in which I talk about flashcards vocabulary. So it's um, it's another volume. Actually, it's volume three, as far as I remember of this flashcards vocabulary series in which I go through um, vocabulary that I have been collecting over the last few months, let's say, and I will be going through a book, through words from G to J. Uh, so I hope that's something you enjoy. From what I can gather, this series has been quite popular. It has got good numbers compared to some other episodes. This one is quite popular, so I hope I will be able to keep it up. Uh, As always, this is partially improvised. All I have here is uh, the list of vocabulary and a few notes, but most most of what I'm saying is actually um, actually, um, taken from my head. Where else would it come from, right? Yes, of course it comes from my head. But what I meant to say is most of it happens off the cuff or ad lib or just... um, um, It's improvised, uh, which is something that is actually okay because it pushes me, it um, gives me a platform to practice my own speaking fluency and... A lot of people enjoy it because they say it's more natural and authentic. So hopefully that's what it is. I don't know. You be, ju- you be the judge of that. So actually, lately, I think you might have noticed that I have been publishing a lot of episodes. I might go as far as to say that there has been an episode galore. Um, the there 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 is um well every every week i publish an episode so we have got an abundance of episodes uh, uh a great quantity of episodes uh is being uh, produced by me and that's where it should be really because i didn't always have this sort of uh well what you what you might call it i didn't always have this sort of Momentum, I might say, but I think I have um, uh, acquired this pace back again, and uh, I I think I'm publishing regularly and I'm being quite prolific. Partially, this might be because I feel a bit of healthy pressure towards, or not not towards, but because of my patrons. As you know, I have got a patronage system. Um, this is for people who want to support this podcast by donating 
some money to it and you can do that yourselves if you want of course let me remind you you just go to podbean and then there you find the next english podcast and you can become my patron and pledge as little as one dollar a month and you will also get uh, you will be rewarded for uh, your support by receiving some extra content for instance i published an extra episode with maria about 25 minutes long extra episode in which uh, i i play some sort of a game with maria uh, we test each other on um, less frequent vocabulary and i i I heard from my patrons who listen to this that this episode is popular. So I'm glad. But my point was that the fact that I have these patrons, uh, it, it's sort of a commitment. I, I do want to keep them happy. And uh, obviously, if they send me the money, they deserve content. And so that's also why I publish so regularly. And so... Uh, uh, yeah, I've had a lot of people around me lately who uh, have been up for recording episodes of podcasts, so it hasn't been too hard. And also, I, I'm doing this project with the vocabulary, so, you know, it's it's all well and good. Um, I'm really sorry if I sound a bit gawky tonight, by the way. That might be because um, it's 10 p.m., like I said. It's a bit late for recording an episode of a podcast. Uh, so maybe I sound a bit nervous or awkward. Uh, I don't know. Well, I'm a seasoned podcaster these days. Remember the the first episodes I published? I must have been even more gawky or even gawkier, shall I say. But since then I've come a long way. So, you know, just um, excuse me if tonight I sound a bit gawkier than I should, perhaps, but, you know. Anyway, um, as you know, I always ask my listeners to get on the train, to get involved in uh, this project, in the Next English Podcast, because I I really demand uh, some interaction, or not demand, it might be too strong of a word, but I, um, I sort of hope for some interaction. I hope to receive messages from you. I hope to receive comments. And that's that's what keeps me going. That's the fuel for the next English podcast. So once again, let me remind you, please get in on the next English podcast. Get involved. Uh, I very much appreciate any emails, messages or anything like that. Um, I don't want to be negative, but I don't think I receive enough of these messages. All these pleas that I have, they kind of fall on deaf ears. I don't know what to say really. It just happens a bit too much for my liking. So it might be partially because my audience is quite small or relatively small and it's just it's just uh, true. I mean there is no denying that really. Um, it's just the way it is. I have a small audience but it's a loyal audience. It's people who listen every single time. There are listeners who don't miss a single episode. And there are listeners who comment after every single episode. So, 
Uh, let me put it this way, it could be much worse. So this audience is small but nice. Uh, not nice but um, um, cool. It's a cool audience. So, you know, um, for me this podcast is also an opportunity to practice and socialize with people. I, I think it's, it's, it's great. Um, to do that and it should be the same for you really you can practice your listening skills and you can socialize socialize with me to be fair I can't get my head around it sometimes that you can't that you you can't be bothered to send me a single message you can just say hi how are you Zdenek I'm fine thanks and that's it you know we don't have to have a long conversation if you're afraid of that don't be because I don't even have time those guys that send me messages know that I don't usually reply with uh, an essay, you know. I, I really can't. I'm, I'm a busy person. and um, But I can't get my head around the fact that the, the listeners don't socialize more with me. Uh, it's, it's not just my listeners. It's just generally speaking, listeners don't do this. I, I heard the same stories from Luke and from other podcasters, it's always a, a very small minority of listeners that really communicate with the host. And it's a, it's a bit of a shame, really, uh, because sometimes I feel I feel a, lo- a bit lonely here, you know. I might do with um, um, somebody maybe to, to help me out, you know. I might do with a co-host even, it would be interesting. Uh, to have somebody who would be helping me out, you know, to maybe take over a bit. I, I wouldn't mind handing it over to someone for a while, to pass the ball uh, for a bit. But in the end, I am the one who calls the shot. Um, so, who calls the shots, I think the expression is. It's not one of those expressions, by the way. Not all idioms and phrases that appear in this episode are the ones that I have uh, in front of me. And that's because uh, I naturally use idioms when I speak, or at least I try to. But those that are the ones that I'm going through uh, will be recapped at the end of the episode. So uh, you will find out uh, in due course um, what the episodes are. So, you know, um, friends are here to help each other, I guess. Uh, so we could be friends too if if you if you communicate with me we could be facebook friends uh, um for starters and you know how it goes with friends you know i'll scratch your back you scratch mine this kind of thing uh, we can help each other we can be useful for each other you motivate me to record more episodes of the podcast you make me happy by seeing the numbers by seeing the number of downloads by seeing the number of comments and likes and I will be more motivated to publish episodes for you, okay? So there is more ways, there are more ways uh, to be correct. There are more ways you can um, reward me for my effort. And it all counts. It's not just the donations or, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. Obviously, it's, it's, it's the, the best thing that can happen, of course, because, you know, I pay a lot of money for the hosting. So I really need to cover the costs. But it's also if you spread the word, the word of mouth, you know, it's, it's very effective. Um, and um, just, you know, just, just talk to your friends and 
and we can get on here. We can we can be we can have a good relationship, and um, I really value my listeners, you know. So why not? And you never know what's gonna happen in life. You never know. Like when you become friends with people, uh, they might they might even have a word for you. Um, you know, they might even have a word for you when they are looking for a job or something. You never know. They might help you land the job of your dreams. I'm just I'm just speaking hypothetically here. It's all just um, it's all just my imagination speaking. But you know that you just have to a little bit uh, be positive in this and um, be up, be kind of um, talkative. No, not 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 what I mean. You you just have to have an open mind. Right, that's what I mean. Okay, so I—I I mean, I might be begging here a bit too much on this podcast, but perhaps this is who I am. You know, I'm also a very busy man lately. I have really, I have really my hands full. I have to say, I have my hands full, and I'm snowed under, and I'm swamped, swamped with work, and frankly, uh, uh. The, that's you know I've got a lot on as well. All these expressions uh, uh, very well demonstrate or illustrate how busy I have been lately. So many lessons, almost thirty lessons, thirty forty five minute classes for a teacher. If you have a teacher in your family or if you have friends who are teachers, you know what I'm talking about. This is too much. And to be fair, it's killing me. It's killing me and perhaps this episode will be a reflection of how I have been feeling lately about this. Perhaps this is my way to vent my anger or to vent my stress. We will see what happens, but I don't think this one will be very positive. But, you know, that's that's how the cookie crumbles, I guess. Um, thank you, Daniela. That's that's an expression I learned from you, by the way, and and it it came out of nowhere. I had no idea I would use it in this episode, so I'm quite glad I did. I'm proud. I'm proud. Sometimes I have I have reservations about the way I use idioms. You know, sometimes I have doubts because you have to be really precise with these idioms. With these, oh, somebody might be asking. What the hell are these idioms? Well, idioms are expressions that exist in every single language. And that's basically phrases that are created from more words. And they function as as a whole. So you cannot like take out the individual words. Or you can, but they would mean something different. These phrases, these idioms, they are, they are um, um, taken as a whole. So, um, anyway... Um, I have my reservations about uh, how I use these idioms sometimes because you make a mistake in in, the, in, a, in a preposition or in an article and it's all wrong and it sounds hilarious. It sounds uh, embarrassing actually to a native speaker, uh, uh, or you, you you are embarrassing yourself in front of a native speaker. Uh, I know I know what it sounds like when uh, the people who are learning Czech, and I've got a lot of those people around me because I work at the castle for foreigners who are learning Czech language. Uh, so I know that it sounds just stupid when they use idioms which are not correct. Uh, but I never blame them for trying. It's, it's, 
it's the only way you can really learn the language to a high level. You have to keep trying. So it's they're doing it right. But from uh, the natives' point of view, if you really misuse or abuse the language too much, or if you're showing off too much, it sounds a bit contrived. You know, it's basically the point I'm making here is that idioms are a bit overrated. But I just I'm just obsessed with idioms. I I know at my level this is what makes the difference for me. This is this is where I need to go. This is this is how I need to push myself. I need to use more idiomatic language. And that's not just idioms, it's also phrasal verbs. So um I I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Um okay, so um, I I hope I don't strike you as somebody who is just um, a lunatic. I mean, to a certain extent, I don't mind if you consider me a bit crazy, a bit um, not head. Is that a word? Crack crackhead? <laughs> uh, a crazy person. Okay, I I don't mind to a certain extent, but uh, I'm sure I might uh, strike someone as as a person who is a bit out of out of ordinary uh, well often people who achieve great things are like that wouldn't you say Einstein was a bit crazy too I'd, I I'm not I'm by I'm by no means comparing myself to Einstein by the way no not by any stretch of imagination it's just an idea that came to mind okay uh, uh, crazy can be good as well Actually, if, if, if you are normal, it can be boring. So I'm definitely not normal, I, I admit. Um, I hope I'm not asking for trouble by behaving like that, by admitting the way I am. And also, I hope I'm not asking for trouble uh, when whenever I become a bit controversial on this podcast. And it has happened in the past. I've talked about politics, about my world opinions... And although I would say that I was mostly trying to be peaceful about it, or I'm, I was mostly trying to be, uh, how, how shall I say it, uh, not to really like provoke too much, you know, I would even say that I might be trying to smooth the ruffled feathers sometimes, but... On the whole, on the whole, I may come across as a bit controversial from time to time. So I hope I'm not asking for trouble because that's the last thing I want to happen, really, to be in trouble. So, you know. Um, okay, on a different note, lately I've been considering launching a new project. Uh, I have been working on a lot of projects. Uh, I've got my board game meetup group. I've got this podcast. And I'm working on Kingdoms of Deceit, the board game. But, you know, I just never have enough, I guess. So I've been considering uh, starting an, a Czech podcast. Now, that's something I've been toying with lately. But I don't really know. I tried to record one episode in Czech. Uh, a week ago and I sent it to some of my friends who are learning Czech and to be frank I expected I was asking them for for an honest feedback 
perhaps that was a mistake. I should have I should have asked. Could you guys could you guys send me um, uh, some some nice feedback so that I can get motivated to get started? But I I was asking them for honest opinion, and that might be a bit of a problem because my friends are honest people. They're really nice people who want to tell the truth at all times, and I am not a person who to takes criticism. Um, easily. I just, I'm just not one of those people. I, I mean, nobody likes criticism, do they? But I might be willing as far, I might be willing to admit that um, I, I'm bad at taking criticism sometimes. It's just the nature of my personality. And there has been par partially, partially um, some criticism about this. So, I received some some comments that were like doubting my ability to speak Czech even, and that's because the, what was funny about it, guys, you know, and I, I think you will find this amusing. But actually, some people said that my intonation it doesn't sound Czech, and I wonder is this because of the the next English podcast? Is this because I use English more than my Czech in my life these days? Is this my some sort of professional deformation? I really don't know. But I think there is really something about it. I don't think these people are lying to me, really. And the, the list goes on, really. They also said that I use too many anglicisms. Anglicisms meaning... Um, uh, I don't know if this... Is this an English word? Too many words... Uh, uh, my words, my Czech words sound too English, basically, or, or I use too many words that are borrowed from English language. So, for example, I use the word feedback, and I couldn't remember the Czech, Czech form for the Czech term for it. So, I was asking my listeners in the first, in the introductory episode for some feedback in Czech, and I use the word feedback instead of using Czech equivalent of that. And it's it's really funny. It's really funny uh, the, this thing with the podcast. I still haven't sort of given up, but uh, I I lost my initial enthusiasm really. And I think maybe you, my listeners of this podcast, might find this as a blessing in disguise that um, I'm not feeling very positive about this anymore because uh, obviously. Uh, the more projects I have, the more I am spreading myself too thin. So, um, you know, you want me to produce the next English podcast, not the next Czech podcast, do you? So, you know, well, I was thinking that there's some sort of niche on the market that there are not really many Czech podcasts and because of I'm a native speaker and because I have this experience I, I was thinking maybe I could do it you know but then then again this 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 wave of criticism from my friends and it's 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 maybe only 20% of everything they send me really it's just me handling the criticism I'm I'm not it just sticks out for me it stands out you know I just ignore the positive things when I receive messages I ignore the positives and I focus on the negatives. <laughs> that's what that's what happens to me. But also there is this aspect that Czech is a minority language. 
I'm not really sure if I would hit the bull's eye with this podcast. Not really sure. Uh, in the large scheme of things, uh, we are just a small country and not many people are learning Czech. Although there are some people who are. And these people don't have good listening material. Be glad that you, that both you and I are learning English because we really have so much material these days uh, on the internet. There's plethora of uh, material that we can use and uh, so many videos and podcasts and whatnot. There's just so much stuff. So we are basically, we are the lucky ones, I think. Um, because English is lingua franca, as we know. It's the, langu the, the language is spoken all over the world. Uh, it's such a widespread phenomenon. Okay, so um, by the way, guys, how are you uh, out there? Are you still listening? Are you still alive? Uh, haven't I bore you? Haven't I uh, bored you to death? Uh, you still alive, breathing out there? Uh, is your heart beating? Uh, check your pulse, please. I hope uh, you are okay. And how is life treating you, by the way? H how are you? What have you been up to? Um, I have recently started going to circuit training. You know, you know what a circuit training is? It's um, you go to a gym. It's like a group class. Uh, maybe there are ten. Um, what do what what are we called? Ten guys who want to do some exercise, okay? And why I'm one of them? And then you have a trainer, the gym instructor, and uh, he prepares like ten different um, stations. I may call them. And uh, he, uh, you you spend like one minute or forty five seconds at each station, and you do uh, an exercise. And then there's like fifteen minutes break, and you move on to another station. And, and then you repeat that in a circle and it, that's why it's called circuit training and it's it's quite intense it's a good cardio exercise so you you sweat a lot and uh, it, it it's great because uh, the, the the different exercises are chosen so that they, they co uh, complement each other and then you that you focus on different body parts and different muscles so I have to say I have I I'm really enjoying going to circuit trainings. It's very, very um, active and very dynamic, and I really like that. I hate those exercises like yoga or Pilates. Uh, it's just not my cup of tea. It's, um, uh, you know, I, I really need it because I'm not that flexible, and I think I have kind of, I have kind of devastated my body over the years uh, because of football. So I really need to fix that and I should go to these uh, slow motion uh, exercises and um, you know but um, I just I just can't uh, yeah that's that's that so I can't understand like sometimes sometimes um, sport sport seems to be playing a big big part or big role in my life and I sometimes I don't understand how that is possible. Why is it that I need it so much? Uh, I also go jogging and I still play football for a football club. And I just, I have been scratching my head, 
had rate lately really about this and uh, I have come to a conclusion that there is a direct correlation between the amount of sport I do and my mental state. What I mean by this is that I need sport so much, I can't live without it. And the less sport I do, the more moody I get. And the more sport I do, the, the more um, mentally stable person I am. Does it make any sense? I am sure there are people who, who, who have similar um, attitude, not attitude, but who have similar idea or uh, who perceive this in a similar way. If you are one of those people, get back to me. Tell me what you think, because, I mean, I've really been scratching my head. But the more sport I do, the, the, the more... Um, uh, I think uh, I am overheating, guys. <laughs> I feel like my my old laptop uh, uh, that has been um, on for for too long. Uh, perhaps I need to clean clean up the the fan or something. Clean the fan uh, because there's some dust in it. So I will keep going. There's not too many expressions left, really. Uh, it's about three, and then I can recap for you. Okay. So, I just, yeah, I'm talking about sport, aren't I? Yes, I am. So, um, I just need to keep doing the sport. Uh, I just need to keep doing sport in any form, I suppose. Um, in, why, in one way or another, I just need to do something with my body. Something that make me sweat. Something that... It's also a bit of competi competition, really. I'm, I'm very competitive. So I, that's why I love playing football. Although I've come to a point when most football players actually retire. Well, when we are speaking about the professional career of a footballer, which is something that has never really been um, remotely, uh, that has never really been um, close to me anyway. So, but that's... Might, might be interesting to point out that I'm 34 now, which is age at which most, most of the professional football players start retiring. But the village football I play, you know, you can play longer than that and still uh, be um, um, an important part of the squad. Um, so, you know, uh, to be fair, in my football club, we have been kind of arguing lately a lot uh, that there's not a good atmosphere and we are losing match after match as well. So that doesn't help. Uh, players get upset all the time. And uh, I honestly don't even know why I go there anymore because it doesn't make me that happy. I guess it's part of some sort of stereotype. It's just my body needs it all right i don't i can't really explain it i would really love to just stop playing at this point because it's just the my body suffers like the joints you know the ankles and the, the knees it doesn't really help my back either so it really irks me there in this club i i get annoyed um you know 
I, I guess it's also connected to what I what I spoke about earlier. It's the aging factor. It's inevitable, you know, that you age, right? right? Isn't it? There is one certainty in life, and actually, somebody says there's two. There are two certainties in life. One of them is taxes, and the other one is death. Uh, so you know, I suppose I am approaching that now. Uh, I mean, everyone is. Maybe it's I'm I'm I'm, I'm exaggerating here a little bit. I'm I'm sorry for those dark thoughts, but I told you, it's 10 o'clock p.m. I haven't prepared my classes for tomorrow. Too many, too too much work lately. Over my brain is overheated. You you can't really blame me for having some some dark thoughts at this moment. Well, I guess most podcasts are positive. Well, this one, it's at this point is a bit of. Out, outpouring of negative emotions. Uh, um, I'm being a bit cynical, negative, and have you heard of burnout syndrome? By the way, uh, I just hope this is not my case. I just hope these projects I spoke about earlier are 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 the ones that are actually um, protecting me in a way, some sort of a shield for me not to burn out, because that's what happens to teachers, nurses or anybody who works with people. The burnout syndrome is, is very, very relevant. Uh, so, you know, the, do you know what I'm talking about? Does it ring a bell, the burnout syndrome? I really fear it, you know. I heard it first time when I was studying at university and um, there is some sort of mental hygiene you can keep to prevent it. But I guess it's because I'm so enthusiastic, you know. And uh, I really want to do well and I'm so competitive and I want all my students to, to like my lessons and all that. And sometimes I take things too personally and sometimes I care a bit too much. I should be more distant, you know. So that's why I fear that I might be in danger or in jeopardy of encountering this burnout syndrome and I really don't want that because it sounds dreadful and frightening and any nothing like nothing I want to experience really so you know we will see hopefully I will be able to avoid it but these days I feel like I'm close I'm close to that perhaps I shouldn't work that much uh, okay, listeners, well, I don't want to end, end on a negative note, but uh, I guess I am ending on a negative note after all, so I'm sorry if I am. I'm really sorry, and I hope you will be able to forgive me, and you will not stop listening to this podcast just because I am a bit cynical, just because I, uh, I, am, I am having some dark thoughts, and just because... Um, I might not be my usual self today. I'm sure you might. Uh, I'm sure you you can, and you should forgive me for that. Um, okay, so before I end this episode of the podcast, as promised, I will do the recap of the expressions that um, that appeared in this episode. Of course, that it won't be all the expressions, but the recap will concern those expressions that were in my uh, flashcards deluxe app 
uh, and they started from G and the last expression ended with J. So did it though? Did it? The last expression was ring the bell. A ring a bell. So I don't I don't even know how this works. Anyway, it's one of the expressions. I'll just I'll just say it as it is. Even though it does it does lack some logic here, doesn't it? Am I just being disorganized or what? Okay, let me go through them. I'll read them and also give you a quick definition, okay? So, the first one was galore, that's, um, apparently this one comes from Irish, and galore means quantity or, uh, or, or, um, or in, a, in great quantity or in abundance. So if there is a galore of something, I said there's an episode galore, remember? Then uh, it, there's like plenty of, it's like, it's, um, it's, you have got a lot of something. More than you need, perhaps, you know, it's, it's insufficiency. Okay, another one was gawky. That means nervously awkward. And um, I think I was speaking about how I was a bit gawky when I started doing this podcast. And then it still sometimes, and that it still sometimes happens to me. Okay, uh, the next expression was to get in on something... Uh, that means to get involved in something. And the example I was giving was uh, that I was I was basically it's, it was one of those times when I was begging you listeners from my, for for your um, support. And uh, so I said you can get in on uh, as the next English podcast by uh, basically. Uh, contributing more or even communicating more with me and I said I can't get my head around it that uh, people don't socialize enough and I meant it generally not just on this podcast I mean I, what I mean is that I can't get my head around the fact that the the listeners don't communicate with the with the podcasters too much because basically I try to do this all the time when when I get reply from from my favorite podcasters, it's it makes me so happy, you know. It's um, I'm on the top of the top of my world, and uh, I don't understand why people don't do it enough. Anyway, I said that it might be so. Yo, I didn't explain to get my head around means, uh, and uh, if I can't get my head around something, that means I can't understand it. Yeah. So the next expression was to hand it over to somebody, which basically means to pass the ball, you know, to, to kind of give responsibility to someone else, I guess. You could say if you are um, presenting with um, someone, if you, if, you, if you are presenting in two, uh, maybe you can hand it over to your, um, your co-presenter or something like that. Okay, then there was an expression to have a word for someone, which means... Um, if you have if you have a word for someone, you help someone. Uh, you give references at work, for example, to help somebody get a job. And remember, I was telling you that friends are here to help each other, and you never know. Maybe one day they could have a word for you. So that's why you should always uh, be friendly and uh, um, nourish. Is that an expression? Uh, 
you should always try to do everything you can to to keep your friendship. You know, don't lose your friends. Um, also, I said that I had my hands full and that I had a lot on these expressions. And there were some more, but these ones were the ones I wanted to teach you. Those expressions means mean that I am uh, I'm busy, basically, to be busy. Um, now, sorry for those sounds. That's I think I've received a message or something along those lines. Okay, another expression is to have reservations, which means to have doubts. And I don't remember what I was speaking about anymore. It doesn't matter. But also another expression was when I said that something or someone doesn't strike you as someone. If somebody doesn't strike you as someone, that means um, it doesn't seem that that person is this kind of thing. Uh, or you wouldn't expect him to be like that. I don't really know how I used it. So did I say that... Uh, I don't know. Let me give you another example. Uh, Perhaps our Czech president, Miloš Zeman, doesn't strike me as somebody who should be in charge of this country because he is a bit... He divides the he divides the society really. He's not one of those presidents who everybody loves. It's similar to Trump, so so he doesn't seem to me to be that kind of person. Anyway, um, asking for trouble. Uh, if you are asking for trouble, you're doing something provocative that might uh, mean that you will be punished or you will. Uh, you will basically. Uh, I sorry, I'm lost for words. Uh, I'm. I'm uh, if you are asking for trouble, maybe you are saying something rude to someone, and you might be punched. You know, something like that. Uh, to hit the bullseye. Um, if you hit the bullseye, you you be, you are success. You become successful at something. So I was talking about the Czech podcast that. Uh, I'm not sure if I will be able to hit the bullseye with it. I'm a bit skeptical about it. Also, I asked you how is life treating you. That was that's like an it's like an alternative for how are you basically. It's nothing special about this really. And then also I said I have been scratching my head. That means I can't understand why something is so. It's just something is really boggles my boggles my mind or something um it's just something that i died I scratching my head why like what why when what's the reason for this okay so that, i hope that is clear and uh, also i mentioned in one way or another uh which should mean uh I don't really know what that means. In one way or another. Hmm. What did I say it meant? I didn't. I, I forgot to make a note here. Well, I, I know what it means, but. Uh, I don't know. Just Google it, okay? In one way or another. I was speaking about football, that I need to do sport in one way or another. I guess it means it doesn't matter how, or it can be in different ways. I guess that's what it means in one way or another. 
Another expression was a verb to irk, which is an, a strange sounding verb, but I like it. And I said that certain things annoy me, certain things irk me in my football team that I play for. Uh, so that irks means annoy. Also, the last phrase I used was to ring a bell, and that was the one I didn't understand why it was included in my list, especially because I said I would end with J. And possibly the explanation could be because the expression that I was meaning to uh, include originally was uh, of the the expression of the something, which means near something. So, for example, there's a Tesco just just of the road, just of the road that I live in, that I live on. Should I say I live in a road? I live on a road. I live in this road. Okay, guys, I think I have had enough. I think you can see yet again that my system is overheating. I need to prepare my classes. I hope this episode of the podcast has been okay-ish. Uh, um, I mean, bearing in mind I have had a few slips here and there, like the the last one when I wasn't able to explain uh, an expression or give an example. But on the whole... I think I did the I did the job. So hopefully you will be happy with this episode. Once again, don't forget to get back to me and keep on listening. Thank you very much. Until next time. Bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenex English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenexenglishpodcast.podbean.com. 